Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two, talking about disappointment. We hope you enjoy. That's great. We learn better from losing than we do from winning. We learn a lot more about who we are when when we're losing than when we're winning. I think that's probably very true. And so that's Mm -hmm. what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about disappointment. I want to talk about setback. I want to talk about um, unmet expectations. I want to talk about mistakes and and what how we how you and I are processing it when those things happen to us or to those around us. But also, um, you know what what do we do when that happens and how do we respond and and then and then how do we hope to respond <laughs> because right. surely neither of us do this well all the time as I find myself even struggling today Hmm. with this sense of just, man, I wish things were different than what they are and struggling with contentment. I mean, I met with someone this morning, right. Who was talking about this and just wishing they were farther along than, than they are. And, and talking with another pastor this morning about, you know, he just started working with people in recovery and was just wrestling with like asking basic questions of like, you know, how do you, how do you hold people accountable? What, how, what do you do when people mess up? And there's this sense that I, th- I think, especially in religious circles, right. We're, we're Christians and um, we, we work for a Christian ministry. Um, a lot of times I think one of the struggles is we see God as being gracious for the sinner you know, at least speaking in a specific Christian context, God's mm-hmm. really gracious to the sinner. God will forgive you of all your sins and, and all that. And that is true. And it's good. And I believe that wholeheartedly, but it's like, once someone becomes a Christian, there's kind of the expectation that your life is going to be on this upward right trajectory that nothing bad's going to happen and that your, your whole life's going to be good and easy and fun, you know, because you're a Christian and you're never going to make mistakes anymore. And everything's going to be great. And that's kind of, no uh, one says that necessarily, but don't, I don't know, maybe you're different, but it feels like sometimes that is, that's the expectation, right? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the measurement that's, that's put on Christian, even from non-believers like, oh, I got friends who are non-believers. If I mess up or I, I'm honest or I'm, uh, I slip up at something or something goes wrong or I respond poorly. It's like, oh, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you guys didn't do that. So it's, it's almost, but then it's within Christian circles. It's almost like this unsaid known, this like unsaid thing where, oh, if you're struggling, like maybe your faith isn't solid. And it's it, like your, your season of life is connected to your faith, which is really dangerous because if that's true, we should look at Jesus's life and his life got progressively worse. Yeah. Until the end. Like if, if we're measuring it on the set, like the standards of life, um, the closer he got to the end of his life on earth, to his death ending at the his death on the cross, the crowds went away. His his close group of friends abandoned him, denied that they knew him, and like looked from the shadows as he was executed by the state so it's just kind of it got it got worse like and we are we as christians are following this guy jesus do we like that's like do you think like jesus had disappointments and regrets 
but his were different because they weren't about his actions. They were about other people's actions. And I, I don't know, I'm not him, but I imagine like there's, there's the part um, when he's praying in the garden before he's arrested um, his stress and his, his physical body is so stressed out and intense that he starts sweating blood. And there's a medical term for that. And I can't remember what it is. Um, but yeah, if, if it's, someone's a doctor, I mean, to make a long story short, like, yeah. By, by many human standards, like Jesus didn't live a very successful life. Not at all. From our kind of American view of life. Like, and I think, I think um, I'm going to use a couple words here. So I wanted to find them. Like when I use the word theology, we're just talking about like the study of God or, or, knowledge of god or or whatever but um there's kind of like there's two opposite errors here i think like there's like a prosperity theology Hmm. um that would believe that like if i believe in god you know if i have enough faith in god that my life is going to be perfect or i'm gonna have i'm gonna have money i'm gonna have health I'm going to have, you know, everything in my life's going to be kind of upward to the right. Like I said, like yep. the chart's going to look good. I'm going to be constantly improving and, and because I'm a Christian because of God, I, that's not true. Um, but there's also an equal opposite error. And that's like a poverty theology, which is like life with God means that nothing is good and that I have to be poor and I have to be destitute and I have to be broken. Yeah. The more I suffer, the closer I am to Christ. Yes. The poorer and the more I suffer, the the more holy I am. I think both of those are false. Um, mm-hmm. at least when I look at the scripture, I think the reality is a bit more, there's a bit there's a more of a tension. I think rea- living in the real world is, hey, good things are gonna happen and bad things are gonna happen. And God is still in control regardless. Um, and, and I'm still loved regardless. And that's probably like even a harder <laughs> to live in that gray of like, we live in a world where, um, you know, if we believe like I do that God made the world and God made me and God made us in his image, but that he also chose to give us the ability to make choices. And as a result of us being able to make some choices, like, you know, the world uh, isn't as isn't as perfect as maybe it was originally. And mm-hmm. so um, and so because of that, there there is the category right of like pain and disappointment and suffering and you know, um, and some people experience it more than others, right? And I think it's hard for us sometimes to reconcile with that or somebody's doing really well or I'm doing really well and then all of a sudden you fall and you fail or, um, or in our case, like we work in a recovery, you know, addiction recovery ministry, like people relapse. Um, sometimes people are doing great. They relapse and they die in, in, in one day. And it can be, yeah. you know, if we don't have a category for struggle or a category for disappointment or a category for um, suffering and trial, then this life's going to be really hard to navigate. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to navigate. And so we have Mm -hmm. to. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back Monday with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.